Hey, my name is Parker Manuel, pastor of Pinewood Church in Boulder, Colorado, where our mission is to meet people where they are and point them to Jesus. Hope you enjoy today's podcast. Well, Merry Christmas. I'm Jess. I'm one of the pastors here, and it's an honor that I get to share with you tonight. Am I doing everything right, fam? Okay, cool. <laughs> I just needed my notes because you, you guys don't want me to wing this tonight. <laughs> um, but I'm excited that you're here. You know, we've been in this series the past few weeks on ser- um, story and song. Can you guys do me one more favor? Can you guys turn up the house lights a little so I can, I want to see you guys. God's going to do something tonight and I just want to see it happen. I want to be eyeball to eyeball with you. Thanks, team. Okay, so we've been in this, this series called Story and Song, and right before that, we were in a series called Breakthrough, because God give it, gave us a vision going into 2021 that he wants us to lean into breakthrough as a church. So we're going to do that, but tonight, as we end church together as a family, and as we close out this year, I thought it would be really timely for us to just combine these conversations Okay, so we're going to combine the two conversations of story and song and breakthrough. And we're going to lean into what this means for our life. Okay, so we had Christmas yesterday because we are traveling to go see family tomorrow. Like, really long road trip. It's going to be a blast. Well, my oldest son, Ryan, many of you guys have seen him. He's like the cute, like, curly head kid running around. He's about nine. Well, he asked, he's about nine. He is nine. Um, he asked this year for an, a pocket knife for Christmas. And right, like that's a big ask. He's nine years old and mama bear is like misprotective. And I'm like, no way, this can't be safe. You're too young, not gonna happen. And he kind of knew, right? Like, you know, sometimes your kids ask for things and they just know like, okay, this is a big ask, but I'm gonna go for it. So he knew, he knew that he was young He knew that mom was probably going to say no, but like enter dad. So dad was on the drums tonight. (laughs) Also pastors alongside of me here at Pinewood. Um, And if that doesn't tell you something, the fact that he was on the drums, like he's super fun. Okay. Like in the, the fun Parker that you guys know is the same fun Parker that we see at home. So (laughs) when Ryan asked dad about a pocket knife, Dad's like, we should do this. This will be fun. This will be awesome. I got my first pocket knife when I was like 13. And I'm like, that's a big difference. Um, Anyways, okay, so Ryan got the pocket knife for Christmas. And when he opened it yesterday, um, he was in complete shock because he didn't expect it. Like he opened it and he's like, like you really did this. Because he knew that he was too young. He knew all the things. And so I want to, lean into this idea tonight that some of us have disqualified ourselves from the breakthrough that God wants to see in your life. And we do that maybe from, bless you, maybe we do that through different circumstances that we've grown up in. Maybe you've gone through abuse. Maybe you've lived a life in sin and just not honoring God altogether. Maybe it's the brokenness feels too big. The illness feels too big. 
you feel too old, you feel too young, you have too many children, um, and maybe that's where you have disqualified yourself. But the reality is, like, none of us are disqualified from a breakthrough that God wants to do in our own lives. So the title of the message tonight is The Unexpected Miracle. The Unexpected Miracle. We're going to just talk tonight. Can you guys say that? The Unexpected Miracle. Let's read this passage out of Luke. Because we're going to talk about Mary. And we're going to unpack this unexpected miracle that happened in her life. Okay, we're in Luke 1, 26 through 38. If you don't have your Bible, that's okay. It's going to be on the screen. But here's the deal. We believe that God's word is alive and it's active. And if you don't even think that the Bible is true, what's so cool about the Bible is you can open it and it's alive and active, which means when you open it, it will show you, he will show you that it's true. So if you're questioning God tonight, and you're wondering in his existence, and you have doubts and hesitations, I want to challenge you to get in the word of God within those doubts and hesitations and trust that he can meet you in those questions and doubts. Okay, Luke 1, 26 to 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. That would be crazy. Okay. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever, and his kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit, come on, he always comes through. He will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. Don't disqualify age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Okay, so here's what we know about the Christmas story. If you're new to the Bible, and you're new to the Christmas story, let me just shed some light on it. Okay, so we believe the Word of God is true, which means we believe that the Christmas story is true. Okay, we believe that God sent his only son, Jesus, to earth through a virgin named Mary, which we know as Jesus's mother, and she was a virgin. She was poor. She was young. So in the Jewish times, if somebody was a teenager, um, not a teenager, I'm sorry, if they were engaged, most likely they were a teenager because they got engaged really young. So we know she was young. And um, what we know, too, is that God sent Jesus to come on the earth to bridge the gap between death and life. And that gap 
from death to life really is saying, this is so you can have relationship with me forever. Like, this isn't just a cute story of Jesus coming in a manger. Like, this is the, the greatest story ever told, that Jesus came to earth to bridge between death and life so that we could walk with him and that we could have relationship with him forever. So we're going to look at the birth of Jesus and see how he used Mary to bring about the greatest breakthrough in history. Okay, so in verse 28, it says this. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could move, could mean. I don't know that Mary saw this coming. So what we see here is this breakthrough came in an unexpected time. I don't know if we have any planners in the room. Any planners? Okay, so this is like the greatest thrill for you guys as we're about to enter 2021 because you get to go choose out your new like paper calendar. You know, that's always a lot of fun. Or maybe you fill up your Google Cal, you know, on the break and it's just a lot of fun, right? I'm like a wannabe planner. I'm the one that like buys the paper but never like fills it out. So it ends up in my notes the night before of what my day looks like tomorrow. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Um, but I love planning. And so when I think of Mary... In her young age, newly to be engaged, I think of her and I'm like, she didn't have any of this planned. This was like, this was an unexpected rush into her life that Jesus says, I'm going to do something in this moment, in this time, and no matter what your plans are, this is the new plan. And some of you guys might be there tonight with an illness or walking the journey of grief or hello, 2020. (laughs) We didn't plan this. This wasn't like on our timetable. Or maybe you're like at home and there's brokenness in your marriage or in your family or with your kids and you just didn't plan the timing for this to happen. And I can imagine with Mary that this is what's happening. So, So I can imagine her in this engagement season still at home that she's probably doing household things with her mom And here we have Gabriel come on the scene, and it's like, here we go, you're going to have a baby, and his name is going to be Jesus, and you're going to be okay, because the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you, and he's going to fill you. And Mary's going, okay, I'm confused, this is crazy, what, and and if any of you guys planners in the house can, can, can connect with that. She had to switch all of her plans, and, and some of us are just not willing to go there with God to put our plans on the table, our timetable of breakthrough, because what we see with a timetable of breakthrough, and and let me just like define breakthrough for you for a minute, because we're going to talk a lot about it. And I want you to fully grasp every time that I say breakthrough, what I actually mean, okay? So breakthrough is the spiritual awakening that happens in your soul. Maybe it's the moment of salvation, the first time that you actually connect with Jesus, Maybe it's when you're in the word and Jesus reveals something in your life and you gain victory in that moment of something that's been going on in your life. Maybe it's a moment of healing. Maybe it's a moment of conquering sin that you've never conquered before. So breakthrough is a moment that Jesus rushes in. Okay, and so our timetable of breakthrough sometimes just doesn't look like God's timetable. Maybe we need to pray 10 years for that family member to get saved. 
But really, we just want to pray a year or six months. Maybe what God wants to do in your kid's life, in your family's life, in your dysfunctional family's life. Maybe the breakthrough that he actually wants you to see is not in this moment of time, but actually in your spirit and in your soul, in the waiting. And that's hard. The moments of breakthrough that we're waiting on that aren't on our timetable. And the breakthrough in your life that you desire to see, it's coming, but it's not going to be on the timetable that you expect. So as we're looking into 2021 and we're going, yes, I'm claiming victory and I'm going to claim breakthrough over my life. But what if it just, it's not going to look like what you expect it to look like. And Mary, here she is, like she's just serving the Lord faithfully. And God rushes in in this moment of breakthrough to say, I'm going to do something in you. And it's not going to be easy. The timetable does not look like this moment of breakthrough and then it's done. No, it was a journey It was a journey to walk Jesus all the way to the cross. And it was painful. But even, they call her the favored one. God calls her the favored one. And honestly, I'm figuring this out in my own life right now. Because the timetable for me, walking out grief this year, looked like the timetable for my dad and healing would have been a miracle in the moment. We adopted our two boys And it took two and a half years. And a moment of breakthrough would have looked like not two and a half years. A moment of breakthrough would have looked rushed in a lot quicker than that. But what I'm finding looking back on these circumstances, even the most recent dealing with grief, is that the journey and where God wants to take us and what he wants to lead us to is so much more than our circumstances. It's so much more than the actual thing that we can tangibly see. The breakthrough is happening in our lives, it's happening in our hearts, and it's not going to look the way that we expect it. In verse 34, it says this, Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. And the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. And what we see here is the breakthrough happened to an unexpected person. So some of you guys have disqualified yourselves because you're too young or you're too old or you don't have enough resources. You haven't gone to school. And you're thinking, well, the breakthrough that, I'm, that you guys have been talking about, it sounds like for this person. But mm, I don't think that could happen for me. I've seen it happen To my friends, I've heard the stories of breakthrough, of the miracles, but I don't know that that could actually happen to us. I don't know if that happens in Boulder. But what we see with Mary is she's a teenager, she's a virgin, she's poor, and wouldn't it have made so much sense for Jesus to choose the elite? He's the God of the universe. Like, hello, like created the sun, moon, and stars, could have done anything that he wanted chose any person to come and have the Jesus, the Savior, be born from. And yet he chose Mary. And I think that exemplifies our Savior's heart. He was humble and meek and lowly. And he says, I don't disqualify you. 
I'm not going to disqualify anyone from the breakthrough because this is why. This is why. Okay, hold on. Okay, so it says in verse 35, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So this is good news for us because it means it's not up to you. It's not up to us to receive the breakthrough. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit that he wants to come in your life and you to receive the breakthrough he wants to do in you. Man, that's great news for us tonight. Because it doesn't matter who you are in the house. I sat there on the front row completely disqualifying myself from coming up and sharing this word to, to you tonight. I'm not qualified to be up here tonight. But the Holy Spirit is powerful. And he's living and inactive. And he can move through me. And he has anointed me to bring a word to you tonight. And you have that power to have the same anointing. God wants to see the breakthrough in your life. And it's okay that you don't feel qualified. It's okay that you don't feel like you're enough. It's okay that your past you feel like has disqualified you. And maybe I'm just speaking to one in the house that hasn't even said yes to Jesus yet. And when I say that, I actually mean that we come to Jesus and we say, I don't have it all figured out. I'm a complete mess. And I just need something more in my life as a savior than I currently have for myself. And it's a complete surrender of our body, soul, mind, and spirit to say, I'm going to trust you and believe that you're more powerful than me. And it's a moment of salvation that he transforms us and he becomes active inside of our, our soul and our being and begins answering those questions through the word of God. So for the one that has even disqualified themselves from salvation with Jesus Christ, I'm speaking to you tonight that salvation is for you. That he can come in, in all your brokenness, and all your mess, and he can do a miracle. It's the greatest miracle, and then we get to actually walk it out. Because Jesus came as a baby through Mary, we can see that he doesn't disqualify anybody. Breakthrough is coming in your life. It's just not how you expect it. You guys look to each other and say, breakthrough is for you. Maybe like yell, because you know we're like really socially distanced here. (laughs) Yeah, one more time. A little louder, a little more passion, if you believe it. Breakthrough is for you. I really believe that breakthrough is not a moment of completion. It's a moment of transformation. Breakthrough is not a moment of completion. So here we go. As checklist people, that's me some days. (laughs) Um, I like to check the box. And we can look forward to a breakthrough in 2021, right? Like we can say, okay, I want to see health and wellness. I want to see my marriage restored. I want to see my child come back home. I want to see my family's salvation. We can create a list. I want to see anger vanished from my life. I want to see anxiety diminished and depression non-existent in my life. We can say these things, and then we can create a mentality that says, okay, when this happens... Checkbox, the breakthrough has happened. And really what we find, even at the moment of salvation, is that breakthrough is a moment of transformation. Because what we find is we're, there's just so many breakthroughs to be had. <laughs> there's so many breakthroughs that are just awaiting for us to experience and taste and see the goodness of God. But we, we continue to get in this mindset that it's not the right time, I'm not the right person for this. 
You don't know what I've been up to in this season. You don't know my past. And we continue to disqualify ourselves when really God is going, I have so many breakthroughs for you to experience in me. The Holy Spirit lives in you, and he's active in you, which means at any moment of any day, you can experience a breakthrough of Jesus. And this was Mary's posture. She took on. She said, she said that, okay, I receive that. She asked questions, and then she received it. And what we see, what brought Mary to this point was not that she had it all together, but she had been faithful so maybe in these, these seasons, in 2020, you've lost your faithfulness. Maybe you've just gone, washed it to 2020, right? Like, at some point, we probably have all had that kind of mentality of, like, is 2020 over yet? But really, in 2020, this is the year that we need to lean into faithfulness. It's the time that we need to be leaning into the Word of God, showing up in church or online. We need to be showing up with our community, showing up in prayer more than ever. Because breakthrough is not going to happen with us just sitting by, with time passing by, and saying, oh, that's for another year. It's for this year. It's for now. And the faithfulness that we're curating in our heart and our soul is going to prepare the way for breakthrough. In Luke 2 we see the entire Christmas story played out. And Jesus is born in a manger in a stable. And everything about this exact moment was unexpected. And in our minds, like I said, the God and the creator of the universe could have come any way he wanted. Good grief. Like he could have come in a palace. He could have been born to a king. Any way that God wanted, he could have chosen to send his son to earth. And yet he, like, chose a stable. Okay, so, like, paint this picture. I'm sure you guys have heard before, but this wasn't, like, pretty. Like, the 2020 stables that are, like, real dressed up and fancy. More than likely, she was surrounded by a lot of people and a lot of stinky animals. Okay, guys, I've had five children. Can we just, can we show this picture of my family? Isn't that cute? Oh, The one in the brown jumper. He's real cute. Okay, um, that's Zion. They're all cute. Okay, so we adopted our oldest two boys and biologically had our youngest three. But the same thing resounded with, with both, all of our kids, was there was a preparation process that I underwent. It's called nesting. I made sure we had all the diapers, all the milk, all the clothes, <laughs> We had the crib set up. We prepared a place. And not even that, like, I, w I prepared. Like, I prepared emotionally and physically. I prepared mentally. I prepared to make sure I had the right foods in the house because we need that. And drinks that were my favorite, IBC root beer at the time. And I had all the things prepared. And when I think of Mary... Here she is. This is what, so, so, Gabe, so Joseph came to Mary one night and said, okay, there's a census, and due to taxes, this census is making us go back to our hometown, and we have to go to Bethlehem. This is really close to the time that she's giving birth, and here she is. Guys, she had to ride a donkey. Pregnant. No, <laughs> no, thank you. 
I've ridden camels a couple times, not pregnant, and it's not great. It's just not great. (laughs) And here we are, like Mary on a donkey headed to Bethlehem. Even, Even God could have done a different way there. He could have prevented the census. No big deal. That's no big deal for God. He could have changed the schedule. She could have had a baby early in the comfort of her home. But here we see Mary, she's, she's not prepared. She's not even able to be prepared. But what we see is God comes in and he does it his way. And he says, you know what? We're just going gonna to make this a story. And I'm going to show my humility and meekness in this moment. And I'm going to reveal more of who I am through me being born in a stable. But it was so unexpected. It was such an unexpected way that a Savior would come to earth. And I'm telling you, the breakthrough that you're going to see in your life is not going to be the way that you expect it. It's going to come in, and as we're postured for it, what we see with Mary is she, was, she had already postured her heart towards surrender. She had already postured. She was already walking faithfully with Jesus. And here we see she's postured for no matter what Jesus brought her way. So just yesterday I was home with Zion by myself, which is always fun. And he was wanting to help me with my my plants and water the plants. And I knew that the end result of me giving him the water bucket would be water all over the floor. And sure enough, exactly what happened, I had handed in the water bucket and he threw it all over the kitchen and it landed water everywhere. And he got so mad because once I tried to take it from him, he just launched it at me. (laughs) And (laughs) he was so frustrated. He had so much attitude because just things were not going as he planned. And honestly, I can, I can relate to that feeling of frustration. I can relate to the feeling of frustration when the plan is hijacked and when I'm called to a deeper surrender. A deeper surrender that says, man, like, the breakthrough isn't happening on my timetable. So I've just kind of gave up. I've already disqualified myself because of what I've done. And the way that Jesus wants to do this, this doesn't feel good. I don't like it. It's not comfortable. So we miss so much of what God wants to do because we're not willing to step into this posture of surrender and move into, man, what if? God wants to show up in an unexpected way. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? So I'm going to just give you a few things of how you can be ready. Stay faithful. And what I mean by that, keep showing up. Keep showing up in the word. Keep showing up in prayer. Keep believing. Put people around you. Don't isolate and then surrender. Surrender is a hard one because sometimes we don't actually know how to do that. 
We don't actually know. It's surrender is just like, it feels like a big word. It feels like a hard word of like, okay, like it's easy to like surrender when you're playing tug of war and you just kind of let go. It's not easy, but like, you know, if you give up on tug of war and you let go, I haven't played tug of war in years, team. Um, but in our minds, it seems easier to let go of a rope than it does to let go of brokenness in a marriage or to let go of the child, to let go of an illness, to let go of a family member. And when I say let go, it's not saying that you're not doing anything. It's just trusting in the Holy Spirit that's within you that says, I believe that he can move and that he can work and I don't have to control the situation. So as we move into 2021, I just wanna ask you a few questions. So will you just close your eyes with me? We're gonna have a time of response. Not gonna make you stand up. Not gonna make you walk to the front. I just want you to take a minute with you and God. And some of you, as I talk about this breakthrough story of Christmas and Jesus coming to earth, you may be thinking, I've heard this story a lot. But just maybe, but just maybe it hit different tonight. Just maybe you heard the Christmas story of Jesus coming to earth to bridge the gap of death and life. And just maybe you said, I have yet to put my trust and hope in a savior that did that for me because I disqualified myself long ago when I was born into a broken family. And when I was born to parents who didn't go to church or show up for my life. And you disqualified yourself long ago that you would never be able to enter the kingdom of God. And you disqualified yourself from the ultimate breakthrough that God wants to do in your life. That he wants to show up and he wants to restore the brokenness. And he wants to hold your hand on the journey and say, it's not going to be easy, but I'm not going to leave you. And some of you tonight just need to meet Jesus. You need to have a moment with Jesus that you say, okay, I'm going to trust you. And what that actually looks like is just saying, Jesus, I believe that you are who you say you are. And I still have a lot of questions that come with that statement, but I'm gonna believe that you can come in and you can heal my brokenness. But some of you tonight are here and your, your control, your lack of faithfulness, is keeping yourself from the Holy Spirit wanting to do a breakthrough in your life. Taking a posture of leaning in just a little bit and increasing your belief, taking your questions to God, just like Mary did. She said, I'm confused. And yet when when the angel met with her, she said, okay, I am the Lord's servant. And some of you have just stopped at the questions. And you've had the questions, and that's okay. God can handle your questions. But you have no belief for your life and in your life that there's more to the story. That you believed at the moment of salvation that that was completion. And God's going, no, like that was a moment of transformation. This story doesn't end. It's just getting started. Some of you tonight need to take on the posture of belief to say, God wants to, God wants to heal me. 
God wants to take my brokenness and my pain, my hurt from my family, my lack of belief in myself. And he wants to take that and he wants to transform it. Because once he transforms it, he's going to continue to transform it. You know, it's Baptism Sunday. And some of you haven't taken that step. That's a moment of breakthrough. Some of you may have been baptized at a young age. But then you've said yes to Jesus. We don't believe that there's anything fancy or special about the water. But we do believe that there is significance in obedience. And tonight you're going to be given the opportunity. In just a minute as we worship, I'm going to let you go to the back and someone has clothes for you. And you can experience a moment of putting their jersey on and saying, I'm a follower of Jesus. It's not going to save you, but it is a moment of breakthrough that you can experience in your life. So I just want to give you a minute to respond. I believe that the Holy Spirit's working. I believe that he's alive and that he's active. And in this moment tonight, God wants to see breakthrough happen. He wants to see salvation. He wants to see belief increase. He wants to see people who have yet to say yes to him in baptism. He wants to see you say yes in baptism. So where are you tonight? We're going into 2021. It's a new year. I'm going to take a moment because I believe there's some people in the room tonight that need to say yes to Jesus and just need some help. You can keep your eyes closed. If you're a believer, if you know Jesus, this is your cue to pray. But if you haven't received the greatest gift of all of Jesus in your life, and he came so that he would die a perfect death for your life and for your brokenness and your sin. Will you just join me in praying this prayer? You can say it quietly to yourself. I'm not going to ask you to stand up or come to the front. This is between you and God. Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for me. And in this moment, I'm giving my life to you, trusting in your goodness and your grace. Receive me, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for my salvation. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. You can look up at me. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're going to continue in worship. Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more, or if you'd like to join us on a Sunday, head on over to pinewoodboulder.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. And if you'd like to be notified every time we post new content, then subscribe. And remember, just keep coming back.